0: Yo, guys! What's up? And welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host Caleb Nguyen, and today we're talking about, uh, as a part of the employee series, we're talking about how, when, why to fire your employees. Uh, this is kind of a, it's a little bit of a rough one. We've had some churn uh, through our business, and I've learned a couple of things, and I've actually put together a little, a little system um, how we kind of deal with that kind of stuff because. Especially with lawn care or mostly, you know, anything that's hard and doesn't pay really well, it's going to be, you know, it's not for everybody. Um, And so you're going to get a little bit of churn. So uh, I've got this whole little thing and uh, let me see employee firing. This is just across the board that I have for my guys. Now that being said, we do a two week probational period uh, within our company. And generally within those two weeks, you know, if they're going to stick around long term. But sometimes it can be where you just take somebody because you know that they can do their job. They're not fantastic They're nothing crazy, but they can do their job. um, And you just have to keep them around until you find like an exceptional employee, uh, someone who really does what you want them to do. But sometimes you don't always have the uh, the choice, the luxury of a choice. So you'll uh, you just kind of roll with it. Now, there are some things that you definitely want to be looking out for it. And so we're going to start with obviously, uh, when to hire, why, and how, uh, I think how is probably the most important that being said, let's jump right into this. So I've loaded up my, uh, employee firing policy. This goes across the board, uh, with my company, yellow hat mowers. We have a total of, I think five employees right now. And, uh, we've had a total of 12 come, uh, and go through the business. Some of them are back at school. Some of them got fired, some of them quit, you know, lots of different stuff happened. So we're going to we're gonna kind of walk through um, how I kind of vet people. And I'll be completely honest with you. Um, I can't say that I've followed this every time. And I can't say that uh, I designed this mostly after I've had poor experiences. And I've said, you know what, I should probably have a, a legitimate system on how to do this where there's, there's no excuses, there's no emotion involved. It's just you got to do what you got to do. So in, employee firing policy, I'm going to read it out for you. It's in a PDF fire employees if the following happens. So the first thing is two no call, no shows per season. Okay, so this is pretty much an unacceptable thing for me. Uh, If you don't call me and you don't show up, uh, I think that's a pretty big no-no. Even one, like I could justify doing it off of one, but I try and give people a little bit of grace to do two. So if you don't call me and tell me you're not coming and then you still don't show up, I'm gonna be pretty upset and very likely to fire fire you, especially twice, Uh, you're definitely done then three call-offs, which is basically calling in 12 hours or less before a shift, uh, per six months. So the season can sometimes be about eight months. And so within a six-month span, like right from the beginning of the season, you you know have three call-offs uh, in 12 hours or less. Hey, my mom did this. My family's this. This happened. That happened. I get it. Things happen. That being said, uh, we had an employee in the the company who got fired who had a lot going on Besides, uh, he, had a, he had another part-time job. He had some stuff going on with his family, and uh, there were there was like one no call, no show. But it, like he called me thirty minutes after he was supposed to show up, and was like, "Oh shoot, I can't show up." Um, so kind of like a soft no call, no no show. He did eventually call me back, and then uh, he called off like in twelve hours or less. You know, three or more times. In fact, he had showed up and then uh, started working. Then said, oh, sorry, I have to leave. You know, we, we can't be doing that. This is, you know, a legitimate business. You need to treat it respectfully as such. And so he's not working with us anymore. Um, another one is refusing to do tasks as directed. Now, some of the things that we do are a little bit sketched, not the most safe things. And so people are like, oh, no, no, I, I can't do that. Um, I tell them listen I wouldn't put you in a situation in which you have to do something in which you could hurt yourself. Now, that's a little bit different with the foreman. I ask him to, you know, drive up some pretty steep hills and he kind of holds the the ball for kind of some of the more dangerous stuff. Um so if he says if he refuses to do tasks as I tell him to do, well first off, if you're the kind of person who says that's not safe. I'm I'm not doing that, even if it's like uh it's probably fine. Like it might be a little bit it might be slightly scary, but like it's just a personality thing too. Like if you're easily scared by stuff. You're not going to, you know, react well on a zero turn. You're not going to have good, immediate reaction. I don't want you driving my truck. I don't want any of that stuff. So it's just kind of a a little bit of an early alert. If they say, no, I'd rather not do that. Um, And if it's something simple that you're like, dude, you're burning to the ground, stop doing that. He's like, no, I have to. Or if you say, I need you to burn it to the ground along the edge here and then not nowhere else. They're like, no, I don't want to burn to the ground. You you just have to say, I'm sorry. Like you have to do what I tell you to do. I hold the bag. You know, I, I get the phone calls um another one is treating other team members or clients poorly slash rudely um i've even had people who it's even like if you have a little bit of an attitude or you you don't want to be there it drags down the other people on the team and we don't really want those kinds of people around uh some of them have stuck around for a little bit when we needed them and then as soon as we don't need them anymore we just say hey look you're not you're not performing, you're not, uh, you're dragging down the team, it's, it's no no good. Another one is no improvement. This is a really big thing for me because I see a lot of guys stagnate and then not improve anymore and I'm like, let's do this, this, and this, and then they don't follow my direction or they're just not improving in general. When I find someone who comes along who is improving, I'm going to, you know, let this other person go um, and be really, really non emotional about it. Just be like, we need people with high, who are high performance and that leads us to the next one, which is low performance, not reaching per hour. So our guys have to be bringing in $50 per man hour. Now that also comes with the bidding too. So on certain jobs, like I understand this is more of a soft rule. It's just like if I bid stuff correctly and we're still not hitting $50 an hour per person because you're taking forever, something needs to change. You need to improve. You know you need to stop being lazy you need to work better with the team it's one of those things and so if you're not working on that and your performance is low it means that you're probably failing you know you're probably hitting one of these we'll fire you for this kind of things you're probably doing one or two of those things on the job like being lazy or not improving um and that's not something we want to keep around uh like i said lazy if you're lazy if you if you constantly just want to be holding the leaf blower or whatever's easy you just want to ride the lawnmower that kind of stuff like I get it. I sometimes do that. I'm sometimes like, listen, I'm going to sit on the zero turn. Some people, some of the guys would be like, listen, I can try the zero turn. I'm like, well, I'm actually the best one at it. And I have to work, you know, 35 hours out and about in the field this week and then go home and do office work. And you guys only have to work two eight hour shifts this week. So, you know, I, I'm going to ch- I'm going to sit on the zero turn and you can you can use a trimmer that um, if the guys with the trimmers like, oh, you know, I don't want to do this. I'm tired just complaining all the time just being lazy in general you don't want to keep those people around drags on the team uh, poor teamwork this comes with whenever we're hiring people we try and make sure that they've been a participant in organized sports league because this really helps uh, it helps them understand teamwork some people are just very much it's them 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 and that's because they're maybe lazy or they're just selfish they're not willing to work for the team and work alongside the other guys and get along um, and that's that's an issue, so that's that's definitely something we're firing for. Um, improper nourishment during and before working. Uh, we've had some people eat some not very nourishing foods on the job. And, um, and we've had some issues with that where people will not eat breakfast and then they'll come and work. Or they will eat like a handful of something for lunch. And um, I'm not saying this to single anyone out. I know that some of the employees are probably listening. Uh, I'm not saying this to single you out. I'm just saying... It's, it's just not good like i don't need you passing out on the job because i have to deal with that not only is my profitability killed which yes i'm going to think about my profitability because you passed out because you didn't you know drink your water and eat a decent lunch you had some i don't know one biscuit or or like a candy bar and that's it. you know i'm going to be a little bit frustrated or you didn't eat anything yeah i'm going to get a little bit upset with that um let's see we got drunk alcohol or pornography usage while on the job Um, obviously drugs, alcohol, if, if I got pulled over and somebody had any drugs, any alcohol in the vehicle, I'm going to get my lessons taken away from me. That's not something I'm willing to do. Pornography, super distracting. I personally, um, not only is it super distracting, I don't think it's moral to be, to be looking at that stuff. Uh, and I definitely don't want that to be a part of, um, my team and the atmosphere at my team. I get it. Some people have personal struggles of their own and I'm not going to, you know, ignore that or, um, pretend like that doesn't happen, but you do have control over what we're doing on the job. And, uh, you know, that's that's unacceptable. So that's what we do with, uh, that's kind of our policy with firing. I think that's a pretty good across the board to do that. Now, if you're in a position where you really need guys, you might have to be a little bit softer on things. I am not really in that position. I generally have enough workers. I have a little bit more of a choice, so I can be a little bit picky. And we honestly have a fantastic team right now. Could they be a little bit better? Yes, but it just comes with time and experience of doing this, um, and me pushing them again and again, and them just like understanding what my expectations are for them. Um, but that that kind of tells you when and why. I would say nip it in the bud. So when as soon as possible, as soon as you start seeing these things pop up, uh, you'll see during like your two week probational period. You bring someone on for two weeks to train them. Uh, you say at the end of the the week, uh, two weeks. If if we see you approve enough, we'll keep you on. If not, uh, best of luck to you. Go find another job. Um, and yeah just do it do it as as soon as possible don't delay don't be like don't make it a an emotional thing and you know hold off on it you're gonna thank me later when you just fire them right off the bat you're like oh so good to just have them out of the truck and and not on the job anymore and then how to do it so never do it via text Um, i would say try not to do it via phone i would say in person is the number one way to do it. Now, if they are not willing to meet with you in person, I would probably make it a day um, where they worked and at the end of the workday, um, you let them know that maybe um, it's tough because you want to give them a little bit of a heads up and say, hey, you've got two weeks left. Um, we're going to cut you off. Uh, it depends on how bad it is. If it's really bad and you know they're you know smoking weed and, and drinking beer on the job, then you're probably going to just say you're fired. Like, just get out of here. Um... But if it's just something little, like there's no improvement or their attitude isn't super good, you're gonna say, "Hey, look, man, this is what I want to see improved. If you don't, if you don't fix this uh, in two weeks, you're gonna find yourself without a job." And um, generally, what's gonna happen? And I would say, start booking people for the shifts that you would generally have them do. Start seeing if people can fill in for them because they're probably gonna get upset with you and probably just gonna quit on the spot. But understand that when you go to fire them, they're probably and you say, "I'm probably gonna fire you in two weeks if you don't do this." And you're going to know, you're basically going to know beforehand whether or not they're willing to do it. And if they're not willing to do it, I can almost guarantee they're probably going to quit on the spot. So you already have to have guys lined up and, and get those things figured out. So that's that's all set up. Um, take the emotion out of it. This is another reason why you probably shouldn't hire people who are really close to you and your family, just family, friends and stuff like that, is because there are going to be repercussions and there are going to be strings attached and there are going to be people that, I mean, you're going to have to say, you're going to have to have some pretty good reasons why. And some people don't like the, hey, I didn't see improvement, I didn't like your attitude, I didn't like this and that. Uh, Some people are not going to like to hear that. Uh, I do want to say, though, um, you do need to be careful um, if, if your reputation is something that's extremely important to you. Now, for my sake... I would rather be known as the guy who's a little bit hard nosed, but is very efficient about the way he does things. But if you want to be known as the Mr. Nice Guy, if that's more of what you're going for, that's perfectly fine. Some people are like that. So, uh, yeah, you just have to be careful about that personally. Uh, I don't care if people don't necessarily like me. I know that there's some people who are, you know, big fans some people who really like what I do, and then there's some people who just don't, who they don't really support it, they don't like it, they just hate on me. I just keep in mind that the people who hate are generally the people who are behind you. Um, the people ahead of you are not, are not hating on you. Uh, the people who have actually succeeded, uh, they are not making fun of you. Um, they've been there, they know what it's like. Uh, the people who are making fun of you, the people who don't like you for your business practices and trying to make your business more efficient, they're generally not where you're at, so they don't, they have no clue. They just don't understand. Uh, it's not that they uh, that doesn't make you a bad person. Don't use what other people say. Don't don't assign value to yourself because one of your employees gets mad at you, one of your clients gets mad at you. You you're not you you don't don't have value because your employees or your clients give you value. You just have value. Um, so just just keep that in mind too, because it can be a very emotional thing firing people. It can be really rough. Uh, I know. I'd say almost every single time it's just been super rough. It's 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 yeah. Uh, but you learn things every single time. School the hard knocks, baby. Dummy tax, I pay it all. And uh, hopefully you guys can learn from my mistakes. So I hope you guys enjoyed. If you want uh, some more legitimate business content, some good good stuff, some good advice, uh, and access to private YouTube videos, go to our website, TheMotivator.com. Subscribe to the free newsletter. Links in the description below. And I will catch you in the next one. Peace.